welcome to Finding Love, the podcast previously known as Chad and the Pink-Haired Communist, but this is the name change we've been talking about for a couple of weeks now. It's happened. We finally did it. We gave you the warning, and I hope you were along for the ride. We're going to be like the Titanic, like the first part of the trip. The fun part. The fun part. Everyone everyone was uh, doing poppers and uh, yeah, you know, dancing. Yeah, da- like the- dancing below deck yeah, in dance- the, the working class section. Exactly. I, my, I, my name's Killian O'Flanagan. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, people on TikTok do tell me that I look like Kate Winslet. Or they did back when I had hair. They don't tell me that anymore. <laughs> I'm Alec Flynn. I'm Hannah Jones. Thanks for joining us today. We... Uh, Listen, I have a raspy voice. I just had four of my friends in from Boston, and I am tired of looking at Entourage clips on YouTube. <laughs> it's just every every like time we sit down to eat dinner, it's like, dude, remember when Turtle got too high to drive? It's like, I hate you. <laughs> That's beautiful. It's not beautiful. Like, dude, Entourage is not even top five comedies all time. You know how they have different, um, like, uh, like names for the plural of something, um, like a school of fish or a flock of birds. Mm-hmm. Um, multiple people from Boston are called an Affleck. <laughs> that was pretty weak. That was fine. You don't have to do a fake. Yeah, laugh. I don't I was know. Just thinking about off a flock and the Affleck brothers. I don't know. I'm not at my best today. Let's say. <laughs> What's going on, Hannah? Um. Uh, well, we didn't finish talking about your group. Well, it's just the squad was the squad. Like, I mean, my squat. friend, the squad was the squad. There were a lot of squatting going on. Uh, my friend, um, lovely. Yeah, because dox we, him. Yeah, I Post am, his address. I am doxing. They wanted to come on my other podcast, transplants, um, so bad, and then we got high. Why didn't they want to come on this one? Did they would you have came to my apartment at twelve thirty on a Sunday night? And uh, no, but I like to be wanted. <laughs> it would have felt nice if you had said, my, you know, my friends really wanted to be on this podcast. Dude, my friends don't listen to any of my podcasts. The point, but, but, but they, they knew about the other one. But they knew about the other one. Yeah, damn. I'm sorry. Hurtful. I'm sorry. It's uh, okay. Uh, my, they wanted to be on the podcast, and then we, I tried to like get into topics about being a transplant, my own stuff. You know, they've moved around done airbnbs different places but they got so high and in their own heads it was actually hilarious they just started going dude you can't post this i'm like we haven't said anything (laughs) that's so funny because that's what i do on this podcast sober (laughs) (laughs) you just say literally anything i'm like ah i'm writing down (laughs) timestamps. but that's what that's what they just kept doing is like dude if you post this like you gotta understand like i have a job i'm in sales i'm like (laughs) what your point (laughs) (laughs) And then my buddy Oli, who was just, like, yeah, we crushed a bunch of Raisin Cane's Caniac combos, and he's sitting there, he's like, Taliban, huh? That's <laughs> literally like you on this podcast. Incredible. <laughs> no, I do I do love that when people are like, dude, I have a job. It's like, bro, you wish your boss was Googling you. Yeah. Like, if your boss was Googling you, your life would be going so much better. But unfortunately, your boss couldn't give two shits about your digital they don't, footprint. They don't care. Nobody cares. <laughs> I don't like, I got this advice from a fellow comedian in the scene, Sammy Anzer. Like, there's no job worth being too, like, worth being uh, too professional for. Um, but I think that's actually horrible advice. <laughs> yeah, well, and I was also going to say, isn't he unemployed at the moment? <laughs> yeah. 
Well, he just wouldn't get the vaccine. I mean, well, no, no, he, no, wait, he would get the vaccine, but he said he wouldn't go if they, he wouldn't forget it. All I know is I don't care. And they seem to care about their careers at age 24 and 25, which is I care a lot absurd. about my career, but part of what makes me care so much is the fact that my boss loves that I do comedy. Like he knows that it makes yeah. me a better worker. The fact that I have something that I'm passionate about and I have room for it in my life. He knows that I come in every day like refreshed and excited to work for him because of the fact that he respects that and he likes that that's a facet of my personality and that it comes from me being like smart and fun, which also makes me better at my job. And I just feel like if if I had a boss who didn't understand and accept that and like that that was a part of my life, then I probably like wouldn't care as much about my job and pleasing my boss, you know? Yeah, I get that. My my employers know I do stand up. Like I had a like one of my my the guy who I work for, he listens to <laughs> he listens to the pod. This pod? Yeah, both of them. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh yikes! Yeah. Uh, hi, Alex, boss. <laughs> Um, yeah, it gets out, dude. I don't know. Like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> Let's just say I was just, I was, I was on every, I was just having a good time this weekend, and nice. I don't know. I think it's so funny that you were, you posted like a classic having a good time Instagram story where you like showed all your friends and where you were and literally every single person was on their phone and it was so funny to me because last week on the pod we talked about how one of your main icks is like someone being on a phone while you're spending time with them and it's just like there's such a double standard there that like you don't care when your boys do it but if a girl you're dating is on her phone you're like fuck that we'll do my buddy turner logs at least 10 hours on his phone like it's like disgusting that's so much for someone who's not it's, it's terrible. No. Like I like I'll be completely honest. I think that I get a little bit of a pass for how high my screen time is, and it's not that high. Um, but what it, are you at? What are you at? Be it's honest. often five to six hours, which I think is like brutally Whoa. high. But here's the thing: I think I get a pass because I do comedy and because like I have a little bit of a following on TikTok. Like I'm like it. Like, but if I didn't have any following on TikTok and if I didn't do comedy, I'd be like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? That's such a good point because no, I no always. No offense, Turner. <laughs> Quite obviously a rude thing to say, but no offense. <laughs> that's just that's a really high screen time. I gotta say, I like I've never met someone over the age of sixteen with with over eight hours of screen time. That's kind of insane. Does he have a full time job? Yeah. Then that means that he's working for eight hours. He's on his phone for ten. That only leaves like five hours for sleeping. I know it's kind of nuts. Well, it's not actually ten hours, but it's like I'm exaggerating. It's a lot. Do my feet stink? Not from here, but I have famously poor sense of smell. All right, good. <sighs> okay, so that was your friends. That um, was <laughs> so that was my bit. <laughs> hell yeah. Um, okay, so the given that the show is called Finding Love now, and we're talking a little bit more about like dating and relationships in preparation for our show that's coming up on October 22nd. You can find a link for tickets on either of our Instagrams. That's Big Off Leonard Hannah Jones. Cool. Finding Yo. Love October 22nd, basement of Union Station. It's going to be so fucking It's going to be so good. We were just talking about how good it's going to be. Um. Okay, so I have like a little bit of a dating story. Um, get into it. Get in there. Okay, so today I like had all my bookings for October and I posted like a, like a sort of mild 
like thirst trap with like my bookings because I can't do anything with just one purpose. It's like, look how fucking busy I am with comedy. And it was very gay. It was a very gay thirst trap. Definitely looking fairly like um, fairly queer in that photo. Oh, I thought you meant like it was gay. Yes, that's what I meant. <laughs> but you know what I mean, though, right? You're like, that's kind of gay. You, you thought I meant it as a pejorative? No. No, as a queer person, I was not using gay as a pejorative. I was using it as a descriptor of homosexuality, to be clear. Oh. <laughs> you dumbass. <laughs> I know um, you were just like, I know it's a little gay. <laughs> I thought it was funny because I it was like it's like probably one of the gayest photos that I've posted. Um, and uh, and I only got responses from men. Okay, whatever. Um, Dude, yeah, that's what happens. You you were went you were going tarps off. The tarp was peeled, and you were t- posting about comedy. <laughs> Pardon me. The tarp was peeled. The guys are gonna flood. I hate that. I absolutely hate everything you just said there. That was I wrong? I don't want anything referred to as a tarp ever again. Turns out that word is my new ick. Tarp. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> one response. Uh, this um, guy that I had never heard of before, he had followed me that day. Um, he was, oh, wait, he followed you that day and then he yes. got that pic. And then he was just, he was probably like, this is a good follow. <laughs> he was, he like, was like, nailed it. <laughs> he was like, you know, uh, so, so said something complimentary. I was like, yeah, but, you know, back gotcha. He had a private instagram account so i was like do i like know you how many followers i was like um like a normal amount for like an adult person like 600 or something yeah don't bother um yeah well it was privated so i was like i don't do i know you because i was like maybe he like follows me through comedy and like i don't know yeah anyway um or does he follow does he like live somewhere else does he follow me through denver comedy or through tiktok basically is what i was wondering right um and he was like, I, and I got this as like a preview on my phone screen because I was at work and I just like saw it light up. And he said, as a response, he was like, yeah, I just followed you um, from Tinder, which I do have my Instagram in my You have Tinder. your Instagram tied to your Tinder? Absolutely. You're out of your mind. It's already public. It's tied to my TikTok Tinder. I mean, it it works also because I have such a niche look and such a niche personality that it's like actually valuable. If someone goes to my Instagram and they're like still vibing with what they see, that's like a pretty good sign for me. Okay, anyway. So he was like, I found you from Tinder. And I was like, okay, vibes. But I didn't respond to him right away. I was like busy with work. By the time I opened up, but I was like, okay, cool. That's like, he's like in the area, you know, whatever. He's cute. Maybe I'll follow him back. Maybe this will be a thing. By the time I actually open up my phone to respond to him. How many? He liked my last 20 pictures. No. And I was like, I was like, ugh, yikes. Well, fuck. Because here's the thing. <laughs> it just reminded me of like very, very recently, and I made a TikTok about this. I um, found someone cute who like lives on my area. I found them on Instagram. I followed them. They followed me back. Yo. Um, yeah. And then I liked their most recent grid post. So I don't like any of the posts on least, unless the it goes up for, like right after the follow. You can't but, go but back. But it could have. 
I decided to go back. I liked their most recent grid post. They ended up like reacting to a story, but that's not what's important. When I liked their most recent grid post, they did not immediately like a grid post back. And my initial like mental response was like, I am a predator. I am a fucking predator. Like I should be incarcerated. This was so far. This was so much. And then I remember that like men, what men find normal is truly so over the top. It's like you can communicate your interests with so much more subtlety like how like like one of my pictures if he had liked one of my pictures and like he had responded to a story letting it be known that he found me attractive that's great that's perfect that's the perfect amount that is a very normal amount of like okay that is the way one does go about it yeah but um but 20 is too much (laughs) (laughs) who what what's the rationale behind 20 what does he think here's a thought Maybe he's at work in the break room, goes to take a dump. Friend takes the phone after he's just been talking. Hey, yeah, I started talking to this girl on Instagram. She's really cool, great vibe. Grabs the phone, likes the last 20 pictures as a goof. Comes back, friend's like, I can't unlike them because the on vacation's already happened. I've had male friends like straight male friends who have dated girls for like three months and never mentioned the fact that they're dating someone the odds that a dude are you talking about me i just followed this girl on instagram and like telling his friends about this zero percent chance zero percent chance a dude will tell the dude well what if they're excited about it they did that's just not how it works dudes don't tell their friends that they like a girl until they're like about to get married they're like hey dude i need you to save the date for this thing it's my wedding i'm actually marrying this chick by the way her name is amy <laughs> like that's what dudes do no they don't a hundred percent when you okay if you just like found a girl who you thought was hot on instagram and like started messaging her would you tell your friends about it day of yes no no you don't do that Okay, no. I don't know what me. you want me to do. You never tell me. Because no, I don't want you to think. I, listen, <laughs> I don't. Like, I can't. You can't. <laughs> I'm just asking to be lectured about. <laughs> yeah, I'll hurt my own feelings no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like dudes. The dudes that I know just like never bring up girls, and they'll they'll. Well, like, most of the dudes you know, like they they're fucking like five people at the same time. They're polyamorous. No. Do you think the dudes I know have game? That's a good point. <laughs> Absolutely I think that's, fucking I not. I think that's what it is. Um, okay, fair like, enough. Like, do you want me to, do you really want me to, like, grab my phone and be like, dude, I've been messaging this girl on Instagram. Look at her pooper. Because that's how what I would say. Pooper? Yeah, I'd say something like that. Do you mean butthole? Yeah, uh, no, I mean butt. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, I hate men so much. I'd be like, I'd be like, look at this. You think she even shits with this thing? No way. <laughs> Yikes. That's what I'm saying. Like, do you want me to do that? No. No. I, I, I'm pretty, like, upfront. Like, if I'm excited about seeing somebody, I tell people, like, almost immediately. I think I was doing that when I with my last girlfriend. No, I didn't find out about her until you, you were... No. <laughs> no, I've told you about... I, I told you way earlier. No. Nope. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the first no. time that I... <laughs> Wrong. <about> <laughs> I just don't think you listen to me is the problem. 
Okay, so here's my thing. What are your like unspoken rules or boundaries when it comes to social media and showing interest? Because like obviously I would say that like mine are pretty tame. Like I just true like I am big into taking turns. I don't double text until I like know someone pretty well. I will double text only if I have to complete the thought. Or like it's like a joke of like it's like one it's ultimately you know, one dude, text though dude but oh I wait text and then wait a while this is the text. worst thing like you can get caught into a text like double up where like you are asking a question and answering a question at the same time mm-hmm. and that's the worst. I have you ever had that happen to you? Yeah, I have generally found that if that happens it's because you're the conversation that's happening is where you're just basically taking turns asking questions of each other which usually just means that you're you're not like you don't have chemistry and you're not having like a good fun conversation it's a good point you know when you're on like a dating app and you're like answering a question and you know you have to ask a question or you know you have to say what about you at the end of your message or else they'll just respond with something lame that's that's just like such a bad sign. Once I see that, I just like delete the message and I'm like, okay, whatever, never mind. <laughs> this is the puts. That's a good put. That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, my it's just pretty much you just never want somebody who seems like too into it. Like, I mean, I've been on the dating apps before where like some girls immediately just like just all about it, like so aggressively. For like me, fall on Instagram, message on Instagram, sending me pictures, you look cute in this. Okay, this like, is an interesting differentiation I'll draw. I don't think it's about how into it they are because... It's obsessive. Well, like, I, I know the difference between, like, into it versus obsessive. I'm very strong. I feel very strongly that you don't know how into it another person is from how much they text. And people overestimate how much they know about another person's feelings. Like, this is another, like, strong generalization I have about straight men is that they always think that they can tell how into it a girl is when usually just more what they can tell is just like how often she likes to text like i've been obsessed about people and only given them breadcrumbs just because that i don't like texting that much here's my thing it's not about how into it they are because i guarantee this dude is not even that into it he just had a lot of free time to like my photos today (laughs) i think what it is it's about poor judgment it's like he's not reading the room well and i find reading the room to be a really attractive of quality someone who can like generally suss out what's socially appropriate and what feels reciprocal and what feels that's like really important to me okay um so for and this is what dan savage always says on his podcast it's not about the thing itself it's about good judgment okay that was so clearly poor judgment yeah it's not about being it's not not about Wait, would you say that again? Repeat that for the it's listeners. It's like not even about him liking twenty photos. There's nothing wrong with him like saying like the like looking through my Instagram profile or thinking these twenty photos are hot. The idea is that him choosing to give me twenty notifications the day that he had followed me and already messaged me and hadn't gotten a response yet. That is just like a big walking like. I'm a weirdo who doesn't <laughs> get it. know social cues. And that has happened to me. So that's with the, um, there's this dude who has sent me messages for a month, about every day for a month with no response. He's just like pouring his heart out to me and I can't block him because he knows where I live. And I'm afraid that like if he turns angry or violent, I just like want to know that that's the direction 
he can go in so I can report him. But the thing is, is that like, I don't have, I was originally going to go on, on out again with this dude. Like, I think he's a really cool dude, but that was just such poor judgment. And I'd like to have like maybe known all those things about him and had a normal conversation. But the fact that he was going to send daily messages to a girl with no response every day for months is just such a sign of like crazy, of like, yeah. violent, possibly psychopath, like will not respect my boundaries potentially in other contexts, you know? Yeah. That like now it's like, oh, fuck, like this dude seemed cool. But if I go out with him again, I'm putting myself in danger, basically. Damn. Shit. Because if he doesn't respect the laws of social re- interaction, will he respect the laws of our country? <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> oh, Jesus fuck. And you know me. I fucking love the laws of this great country. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Why? Um, okay, what else do you want to talk about today? What the fuck? Well, here's, the, here's the problem. It's like my friends continue to talk about like, especially like a few of them. Probably not so much in this group, but it's like, yeah, we got to go out. We got to go see some chicks. We got to do X, Y, Z. We got to like, we're all trying to get it. Like I, maybe I misread those signals, but it was a Saturday night. And like, I was, I was just like, where is like the vibe in this group is not like, like people aren't figuring it out. My friend Sorrento kept telling us he had salmonella, quote unquote. He did not have salmonella. He was just hung over. He couldn't rally. Um, (laughs) And I just, I don't know. I think, I also, I just think, yeah, it was probably bad judgment on my part. I would have liked to have just stayed with the boys and ripped it up. But at the same time, I was under oh, the- you imp- ripped it up. I did rip it up. <laughs> I went for the bit. And you I went, still you crushed it. the visual of the bit. Love it. Ripped it up. And then uh, I was just like, I don't know. In my mind, I just had, was like, somebody's got to do it. I think if five guys are in a group and they're all talking about getting their dick wet, even if they're talking about getting pussy, I think it's ultimately a gay thing. I think they're ultimately trying to initiate a gay orgy and they just don't know how. <laughs> That's my personal theory. I think when your friends are like, yeah, we got to go get chicks, right? We got to go get our dick wets tonight. And they're all kind of like looking at each other like, yeah, we got to go get chicks. And you're like, huh, why is nobody out getting chicks? It's because they were coming on to you, Alec. They're all trying to have sex with each other. And That's you're great. the only one who misread that situation because you're so straight you were just like okay well i'm gonna go fuck this girl i know i was like oh <laughs> that might have been what happened i was just like oh all right i'll i'll do it i'll get some chicks like i'll get a, like man i can't handle it if another group of people wants to have sex with me it's just like it's getting absurd at this point <laughs> don't no elaborate on that <laughs> it's just i'm just pulled in two different directions i can't just i can't you know can't give myself to everybody. I'm kidding. No, I'm just, I'm not that much of a conceited asshole. Um, no, but you do have quite the um, overflowing DM requests folder. Yeah. I have seen it. It's not, it's, it's, a, it's extreme. It's extreme. It's extreme. It's like three a day. I get three a day, but they're always from like the same couple of weird dudes. (laughs) It's not a variety. It's not like, ooh, look at all the people who are attracted to me. It's like, oh, look at the three guys who are still really fucking attracted to me, even though I haven't said anything to them for months. That's what it is. Like, I think they just like that. You're playing hard to get. (laughs) I, well, I always say this. I'm a niche product, 
but I'm like a cult favorite. You know, you're a cult they're, favorite. They're, they're few. You are the moon enthusiast. You're the moonrise kingdom of the Denver dating scene. Is that a niche? No, everyone loves Moonrise Kingdom. I've I'm never the seen that movie. Fucking um, gr- no. You're like Die Hard. No, I'm like. You're um, like, is it a Christmas movie? No, I'm like the. T- <laughs> no, that's not a good one either. I'm like. You're um, like the Sopranos. <laughs> no, that's literally just a fan. Every men love the Sopranos. I'm not like the Sopranos. You're like. Um, you're like. You're like the. I don't, I don't know good movies. <laughs> I I'm like the first season. Of the original L word because everyone can what? agree. <laughs> what even is that? Exactly, right? Because most men are like, what? What's the appeal? And everyone can agree that it's pretty bad, but you know, some people still really love it. <laughs> some people were like, it's about the rest of the, the series. <laughs> the L word. I'm guessing the L word is lesbian. Um, well, they never say it, but in the, but yes, it's implied. Okay. Um, Have you seen that Fran Lebowitz clip where she's like, um, I've been living alone for 40 years, which as a lesbian, I think I should receive, receive an award. <laughs> um, I, that makes sense. I have not seen that clip, but I Very felt funny. I felt an uncomfortable amount of kindred spirit to that clip. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I don't. I probably might have to cut out some of that. I, I don't like talking about, like, you know, hooking up with people. But I just, I also think it was probably a lapse in judgment on my part. I think I was Fine. just, I don't know. I was on everything under the sun. I was on everything besides roller skates on Saturday night. And I was just, <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. I, I was just, yeah, I was just going hard. And the rest of the boys were, we had one friend who was literally curled up in a blanket watching people putt on YouTube. And like at 930 at night while we're all trying to like rally. And I'm like, dude, you know what the most like the angriest I got this weekend Mm -hmm. was when people kept telling me how sick View House was. I was it like physically made me hurt. And then walking into that place would physically make me hurt. So we walked in there and then and then I brought him to milk because I'm like milk is a fun time. And then they're like, yo, I thought I was going to get fucking stabbed. I'm like, <gasps> oh my god! I know. Because honestly, if I had seen you guys at Milk, I would have been pissed that you brought normies in. <laughs> I've been I know. like, Jesus Christ! I'm kind of sorry I did that as well. Um, I should have just brought him to like, I don't even know, man. Happy Camper? Did you guys go to Happy Camper? That seems like a place. If to I go. if I went to Happy Camper, the way like the way my mood was, I probably would have like started a, a riot or you something. You know, it's so funny. You were initially, when I came in here, you're like, I'm so tired. My friends wore me out. And then you spent the whole podcast talking about like, yeah, I was trying to get them to rally. And they wanted, they were talking about chicks. So I was like, yeah, I'll go fuck a chick. <laughs> like, you're the one who was instigating all of the stuff that made you tired. Exactly. You're the one who took the 30-minute uh, lift ride back at 3 a.m. Because I'm trying to, uh, I don't know, have fun. Like, I thought we were, but, I but thought we were having like everyone fun. Everyone else had a lot of fun. And you were the one who had that expectations of fun that were I, so much and I do this, more exhausting. I know. I do this to myself. I think I do it to myself in the way like I have expectations of I, how I feel like. I do this with like shows. I do this with pretty much everything. Like I hold myself to like these expectations. Like I can't let like the boys down. Like we got to do X, Y, Z. Like I can't have them think this is a bad weekend, which is like realistically if we're all together, it would have been a fun weekend in and of itself. And I, yeah. I, 
you know, I think now that I'm realizing that too late, I'm just like bummed out about it because I could have been a better friend and stay with the guys. I think it was probably a fun weekend regardless. I definitely relate to that though, where you have specific expectations for a night and it, it, it like is going different from your expectations. And the only thing bringing the vibe down is like the fact that because I've done that before is like the fact that I thought that it would be a different kind of night right whereas like if I had just gone with the flow it actually would have been a fun night and it was a fun night and everyone else had fun but the whole time I was like but I thought the plan was to go dancing yeah. you know like and I and I think it's also because we had so many guys with us it was literally like at one point like nine dudes and like trying to corral God. that many people into like with all differing dissenting opinions, like it was a Supreme Court. I was again arguing a case on a Supreme Court. And it's hard to rally nine dudes as a leader when you're what, five six, five seven? Dude, why does it always come back to this? <laughs> I'm just saying that it's hard to get all the boys going in a certain direction when, you know I have leadership qualities. You might not be able to see over all of them. <laughs> you're such a dick. <laughs> You're such an asshole. I'm sorry. What's that guy's Instagram? I'm telling you, telling him to keep doing it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you, can you cut that part out? No, leave it in. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's God. It is. I don't know. I, and I like. I miss the guys already. But um, I think it's also just like a certain point where I'm getting to where I'm kind of tired of um trying to like show them like all the new stuff that I'm kind of doing and like expecting them to be all about it where it's just like dude people are kind of set in their ways you know like you reach a certain age and you kind of just do the same i think a lot of people like if you don't not necessarily like if you just don't get out of your comfort zone which is again fine like if you don't want to you don't have to but i'm at a certain point where like i'm ready to just like i'm doing x y and z and like i want to show you guys like like milk is a perfect example where i'm like i think this bar is so fucking fun because you see all these different types of people and different shit they get in there they see like two people with like septum piercings and they're like am I gonna get stabbed and I'm like what do you mean here's one thing because I I relate to the idea of like when my friends come I want to show them my life in a way where it's like I just want them to be proud of me and then I've realized this recently especially that like sometimes I'm too focused on like showing them what I think is cool about my life and showing them what I'm doing that like I'm not as focused on just like just getting quality time in with a person that I don't get to see that often and that really bit me in the butt recently where it was like I had this whole weekend planned for like my high school friend came to visit and I was like so excited to show her everything about my life in Denver and then it was like this didn't feel like I was just trying to spend time with her this felt like I was trying to like show off to her yeah and I wonder if that's not part of it when it's like when you move to a new state and you strike out on your own you want your friends to be thinking that you're cool and that you're doing well and shit like that and then sometimes you look back and you're like oh I could have just it could have just been about spending time with them right absolutely and I wanted to spend time with them and I did I mean we did what's all we we hung out yeah it was a great time yeah it was a great weekend and uh yeah, I'm gonna save the rest of this for. I'm gonna record the next podcast after. Yeah, okay. I'm going to say I have a. I have to cut up a super cut of uh, the podcast we recorded at twelve thirty on Sunday night. It's actually gonna be funny. Like it's just gonna be a super cut of them going. 
spoiler, but it's just going to be a super cut of them going, dude, if you post this, I'll literally just drive back here and murder you. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That sounds really funny. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening to Finding Love, the podcast previously known as Chad and the Pink Hair Communist. You can find me on Instagram at Hannah Jones Cool. Big Al Flynn. We have a show coming up Friday, October 22nd. It's going to be so fun. And you can find the ticket link at the link tree in my bio or in Alex's bio. Or search it on Eventbrite. We got that already set up. It's going to be awesome. Like, we have so many, like, cool guests coming. I mean, cocktail hour. DJ. And also... Us. Thank you guys Being so much fun. for listening in general. Um, it makes us really happy that people listen to this podcast, and we definitely didn't expect that. When we started, we thought no one would listen to it. So. I expected people to listen to it. I did not. We're the shit. Honest. What do you mean? Um, I don't think we're the shit. Nah. But that's, that's, you know, that's our differing perspectives again. <laughs> uh, classic c- contrast. Okay, bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Smell ya.